What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Music Corner. This today waits. I'm Nate. It's your boy Trent, and I'm Sebastian. And today we're doing it for the first time in like three years, and the only other time that we ever did this. Yeah. We're recording with a video. Twice. We did it twice. We did do it twice, but we never uploaded the video. Oh, it's just that <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. has it, yeah. and that's okay. You know what? It was not the time to begin yet, but now is the time. We're upgrading. We're doing things, and we're doing things in a sloppy fashion that will be improved over time. For now, you're gonna look at these records, this wall here, as we're in a basement slash loft thing, whatever you want to consider this. We're we're being held for ransom, basically. And if you're listening through Spotify. Just know that we're being held for ransom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So with that, uh, new tunes for the people like you, as always. I'm going to just keep pointing. I'm going to look right at you. Yeah, we got a camera in front of us. I mean, we could take our clothes off, and people will actually see this time. <laughs> do it! Do it! <laughs> see, I got the cool one, though. <gasps> oh! 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 Exclusives! <laughs> They're just for us. They're just for us. For now. For, for anybody uh, listening, I, I have a, a shirt that says Riffs to 808s because I'm cool. He's pretty cool with that. And, and it has like your... There's my, my gamer tag on the, the back. The gamer tag is on the back, yeah. It's all exclusive. But uh, with that out of the way anyway, though, like I said, new tunes for the people like you. A better week, I would say, finally, compared to the last couple of weeks. Um, and uh, I mean, the Travis Scott week that we had was pretty damn good too. But like, like I said, in that one, that audio got corrupted. So now we're kind of just... You know, we had to like kind of wing it with that one. I just did it by myself just to have the episode out. But now we're all here. We're all ready. We can listen to it together. We can review it together. And we're going to do that. Starting out with a new album from Art School Girlfriend, Soft Landing. Uh, Sebastian, go ahead and start it out. This album was pretty good alternative music. Um, it has some pretty good delivery. Unfortunately, I don't have the track listing up in front of me right now because I'm using my phone to record. So I'm going to be a little bit loosey-goosey here with the narrative, but it's good. I think this album has some really crisp vocals going in. The bass lines are also pretty tight, pretty groovy, and it's everything I would want from an art school girlfriend, honestly. Um... (laughs) I expect to hear this from like a local cafe that sells like $8 frappuccinos and I will enjoy every second of it. Uh, If you enjoy things such as like the Mint Green album that we reviewed in the past, it's very similar to something like that. It is uh, very new. It's modern. It's not too retro where it's just kind of pandering. It does a good job at what it does very, very well. I wish I can give specific examples, but it's really good. I take my word for it. I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. Uh, Not exactly my type of thing normally, but the alternative, it's not bad. It ain't bad. Yes, uh... I was actually kind of surprised that I enjoyed this one as much as I did, considering, like, you know, for a mid-ish styled uh, week that we, you know, like I said, had typically been having and, like, on the side of what I've been listening to, um, this was actually pretty refreshing. I mean, like, it's definitely more on the electronic side of things for sure. I thought it would be pretty basic, you know, just because, like, I've seen album covers like this specifically, too, where it's, like, really cool, really unique. Like, for this one specifically, it's, like, you know, very, like, almost, like, gas-like looking thing that's, like, very blue very you know just kind of thing you know like that's the sound it would go it's a, it's it's like it's a uh it's like it's a piece of art by an art school girlfriend you could say you could say it's a soft landing from an art school girlfriend D- dude that's what I'm saying. But um, no, like I really enjoyed the opening track, specifically A Place to Lie. I mean, I thought that was a beautiful opener to the album, kind of set in the mood, uh, kind of setting you on a soft landing uh, for this album. <laughs> um, on first listen, I do, um, I, I, I kind of like had like a rough time with the second half. I think it was just because I wasn't fully in tuned at the moment. But like when I re-listened to it, I like found myself really enjoying just like the more electronic bits and everything, just like the production of it all. And like, I'm not too sure specifically i'm looking kind of right now this is only a second or third album it looks like it's yes it, it's a, it's actually technically a second because the first the second thing here is like a, a remix one uh 
Yeah, and then there's the first one here. It is light where you are. We'll have to go back and check that one out for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, other tracks here that I enjoyed as well. I would say, uh, where is it here? Where to go? Uh, Out there, laugh my head off was really catchy, especially with the chorus. Blue sky. I mean, yeah, if you like your electronic stuff, this is it for you. Uh, I get this album an eight out of ten. And um, you're going to see a lot of that this week. That's what I'm saying. Like, this week was pretty damn good, i got to say. But, uh, Trent, take it away. Yeah, honestly, I didn't mind it. Uh, in my notes, the first thing I have is... Oh, wait, what the, the hell did I put? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Use this for... Uh, oh, the other one? The other album. You can re-review. Yeah, I'll give you a re-review. So I'm yeah. not even going to re-review. It's still a 7 out of 10. I, I remember the album now. Uh, but, yeah, it's not. it's not... It's not alternative. It's <laughs> it's it's something completely different. It's okay. It's good. Yeah. So the first the first note I have is uh, albums for eight eighteen twenty three. So I always date my yeah. Always date them all. It's the first non midweek in fucking months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, honestly, uh, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Uh, it kind of dragged a little bit for for my personal. Uh, listening. Uh, overall, though, I still gave it a 6.5 out of 10. It was still pretty decent. Uh, I also agree. Place to Lie is a great opening track. Um, for what it was worth, you know, 43 minutes, it it didn't overstay its welcome, which was nice. Um, it just kind of like it was a nice like flow, and it gave you a nice soft landing at the end. Um, no, no, it was pretty good. I definitely want to go back and listen to that other album. Uh, I when I said four, I held up the four. I was like, I was thinking of the other band. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Is it like I thought we did that one because I I, really, I saw that album cover somewhere. Oh really? Yeah, no. Yeah. Because it was it's twenty one, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we heard about it. No, yeah, cool, cool, cool shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, moving along, we got a new album here from Girl Ray, Prestige. This was the one that you were talking about. Yeah. This is the, <laughs> yeah. Th- think uh, think mint and green. And uh, any kind of alternative, really awesome feminine power alternative group it's it's great uh i apologize once again to art school girlfriend and girl ray that was a really bad mix-up on my part i was just not paying attention because i was looking at other things and uh i confused the two albums but this one also really good uh just copy paste my whole thing for both albums hell yeah so not 10 for both yeah for both for both there you go uh then trent go ahead and take away with this one yes uh i also thought this was pretty good um i i will say my favorite thing, the intro goes right into True Love, uh, which is really, really cool. Because the intro had a little bit, I think it was a bit of the chorus from True Love. Yeah, at least the guitar lick. Yeah, the little guitar lick. And I was like, it's pretty cool. They're like moving into like a, a coffee shop. There's, oh, there's your coffee shop. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Like I said, it's copy paste. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, yeah, that's what I meant. No, I thought, honestly, I thought it was, it was very, very cool. Um, I, I loved the... Um, the style, I mean, that that like, I wouldn't say like slower, but that like lovey-dovey kind of like indie style. Like if you like your little bit of flanger on the guitar and your pretty basic bass riffs and steady drumming, this is what you got. There you go. Uh, but no, overall, really good. Gave it a Music Corner 7. I went into it with like a, okay, I know this is going to be an indie album. And then I, at the end of it, I was like, it was definitely an indie album, and I was not disappointed. This is really good. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually very impressed with this one as well. It's very, very groovy, you know? Like, this is definitely, like, a good mixture of, like, alternative and indie rock for sure. But also a little dance rock, too, as well there, because some of these licks for sure are just really, like, danceable, you know? Another brick in the wall. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, the one riff sounded exactly like brick in the wall. It was. It was I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking I about. I think too. That's awesome. You know. But um. Yeah. No. Like seriously. Like that's what really like keeps this album up. You know. For me, is the are those guitar licks. You know. It's the just. One, the other one was suit and tie. Yeah. Was, was there really? Yeah. Maybe that was intentional, you know, like a little homage, you know, a homage, homage. Um, but yeah, no, man, like I really enjoyed all that. Like even like vocally too. Usually with albums like this, uh, I'm typically typically not drawn into uh 
the vocals as much for like an indie rock album, no matter how groovy, you know, guitar licks might be or whatever. But like, no, this one, like, well, not like the best thing ever. It was still like it, it matched perfectly with the band, you know, so like everything just worked. Um, there were a few moments on the album, I believe, if this track list is in order here, I'm not too sure, but, um, I remember it might've been like Space Song and, uh, what was the other one here? Hold Tight? Yeah, I think, I think those might've been like the, some of the slower ones. I think I remember Space Song specifically was one of the slower ones that I just really didn't care for at all. I think it was a little bit too slow, too much on the, like, you know softer indie side of things but like that's fine you know there's still some diversity on the album with that um but overall yeah it was an 8 out of 10 once again for me uh really like the sound of this album a lot and um you know if a lot of indie rock sounded like this i'd be huge with it more so but like there's just a lot of ones that you know vocally just ruins it completely and i'm glad that uh girl ray here are able to uh capitalize on that juicy sound that i specifically look for when it comes to albums like this but uh yeah there you have it with that one moving along we got a new album from hail the sun divine inner tension uh yes this is the second time that we've covered hail the sun on this podcast here the first being new age filth back in 2021 which i think to the date this is still my favorite album of hail the suns i never really cared for their earlier stuff for some reason i don't know why i mean it doesn't really sound like anything is like changed that much with them they're like the swan core type band you know um sounding like you know like dance game and dance or Coda or idola or whatever and like you know i love that style of music i just really didn't re- uh get behind some of the earlier stuff but um no with this album here it was definitely um you know as expected sort of thing you know with that like i didn't know i kind of went in there just with like you know middle of the ground uh expectations alone because i didn't know uh, what direction they would go specifically since I didn't listen to singles or anything. I was hoping that this is what it would sound like, you know, um, and sure enough, it was. I think towards the end, it kind of lost me a little bit. I think there was like a couple slower songs and everything. But I mean, like, if you like your Weedly Weedlies, if you like your high-pitched vocals that are like, you know, borderline Pierce the Veil, borderline Sleeping with Sirens, but don't really have that Kellen Quinn or... uh. Vic Fuentes, yep, Vic Fuentes, like, you know, style, and it's just kind of like right there is unique, then this album would be for you. Uh, some songs that I enjoyed, Mind Re- Mind Rider, Maladapted, The Story Writes Itself, and I Saw You Hanging, to name a few. And once again, 8 out of 10, like I said, this week is pretty damn good. Sebastian. Would you mind keeping that track list up for me? Yeah. So, this album is was really fucking good. This was the first album I listened to for the whole week, and it was a fucking great start. Um, I obviously have the Weedly Weedly in my jeans. I really like that shit. It's good. I like those really high vocals uh, that sound maybe very feminine, maybe masculine to some people. I don't know. Uh, it's great, honestly. Um, if things went differently with Dance Gavin Dance, I feel like this guy could take over and do a pretty solid job if Tillian uh, ever <laughs> gets out. Um, <laughs> but it's really good, honestly. The the starting track, um, the starting track, I think it was, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, that just hits hard right away. There's some really high kind of glottal compressions that the singer does that are just so fucking good. Um, the the instrumentals are also super atmospheric, super ethereal. That typical Swancore style, and it has lyrics very similar to that of Pierce the Veil, especially on. Um, new machines, I believe the album was with like the two people holding hands in the cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of has lyrics similar to that, and I think it does a really fucking good job, man. I I'm really happy that this week really did kick up into the high octane. It just really it really hit hard, honestly. Uh, if it weren't for another album this week, this would be my favorite of the week. I'm giving this one a solid eight out of ten. Hell yeah, Trent. Uh yeah, it's uh, it's diet get dance get and dance. Weezy weezy weezy. No, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, I listened to this while we were playing disc golf. Um, I had my earbuds in. I was just chilling while you were listening to. I don't even know what that was. 
It was, it was probably Outkast. I heard Travis Scott. Stankonia. Yeah. Oh. What? Oh. Oh. Outkast? Outkast, yo! Stankonia. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. Uh, it, Tunnel Vision, Alibi, uh, Mind Rider, Chunker. Every time I see Chunk now, it's just Chunk Boner. That's <laughs> all it is. Out Boner. Shout out Chunk Boner. Shout out Chunk Boner. Um, come on the podcast, please. Uh, <laughs> This is a 60 minute session. All those first like few songs were actually pretty good. Um, there was like one or two screams that were like that caught me off guard a little bit that were pretty pretty good, and I can't remember which songs they were because I was too busy uh, worried about my driving skills, <laughs> uh, trying to not hit trees. Uh, but no, yeah, overall really really good. Uh, wound up giving it a nice eight out of ten as well. So there you go. Hell yeah, there you have it. Moving along, we got a new album here from the band Caskets, Reflections. Uh, yes, this is the sophomore album from this band, Caskets. We were actually reviewed their 2021 album, uh, which I am now blanking on the name, but you know what? It's all good. Is it Lost Sounds? Is that the name of it? Yes, sir. Oh, Lost Souls. Lost Souls. Souls. Uh, Lost Souls, I, I actually really did enjoy that one. I mean, there wasn't anything like big groundbreaking or whatever, but it was just a good sounding like post hardcore type of, you know, album that you would expect from a band that was on sharp tone records kind of thing, you know, if you're familiar with the metalcore scene. And uh kind of going into this album and seeing that like the kind of rise in popularity that this band has gotten over the past couple years since then, um it, it seemed like that this album was kind of, you know, shaping up to be something pretty big for their career and everything. And maybe that would be the case in terms of like, you know, just their I guess recognition they're now getting because, like I said, they almost have two million monthly listeners now on Spotify alone, which is pretty crazy for a band like this. Who I feel like with this sound and style, you really wouldn't see them getting past the mark of like opening for somebody who's just a little bit higher up than them in terms of the whole ranking of post-hardcore and metalcore bands. You know, I mean, they opened for Dayseeker, and like Dayseeker's like you know playing like stages at like you know big festivals like incarceration or whatever you know um but i mean the opening track on this album was fine believe and like you know despite this new popularity that they seem to be getting i really do not find this album to be all that amazing either and honestly it feels like a little bit of a downgrade from their first album uh not to say that it's bad or anything but genuinely believe was the only song that i actually kind of cared for because like while that one was decent i just could tell right off the bat that this is what the album is going to sound like the entire time and to have like you know 10 other songs or whatever sound exactly like that one it it ain't it. it it just ain't it for me unfortunately but um i mean hey as long as they're doing what they do and they love what they do that's great um always room for improvement they're still young in their career it's still a 7 out of 10 and that's the lowest of the week so you can even tell then that it's not really that bad and honestly like you might even enjoy it yourself if that's your style of post hardcore that you enjoy but to me it just seemed repetitive derivative and lacking of something at least a little bit interesting you know but eh, you can they can't all be winners you know uh trent yep they can't all be oh what's the primus song they can't all be singers thank you yeah no uh honestly i feel the exact same way pretty much um i i give it a 6.5 as well 6.5 is my lowest this week with that and then um art school girlfriend um, which that being the lowest is a, it's a holy gross saving grace. You know. Um, it, it was, it was like Nate said, it, it was just okay. Um, it was nothing really groundbreaking. I'm still surprised they have 1.7 for this being their sophomore album. Yeah, make it, make a good album. <laughs> just make a good album, please. <laughs> That's all we're asking. No, overall, it was, it was very, very what I expected from a band like this. Um, I don't really remember their, their first album too much. I'll have to go back and listen to it, but I think there was one or two songs where I was like, "Hey, pretty good." Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you like this, then you'll you'll like this, like the, the whole sound and shit. It's, it's, I mean, it's 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 the same stuff, but yeah, it still deserves a six point five. It's, it kept me interested. So there you go. Was there a feature on that one, by the way? Uh, tell tell us. Oh, Telly. Telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telly. Telly from the Word Alive, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's who that is. If, if that's what he's, like, going by. I look it up real quick. I think that's who that is. 
If not, then I'm thinking of somebody totally different. Oh, wow, it's not going to load. Awesome. What is this? Well, oh, we're, 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 we're figuring out. You'll probably already know before then. Look at me go! I know my metal core! Okay. Other bands such as Grealius Faith and Inferior Faith. I've heard of Inferior Faith actually too. Yeah, I didn't hear that other one before, but hey, there you go. Telly. Shout out Telly. Uh, Sebastian. As they both said, this is a flavor of hardcore, uh, flavor of the week, if you will. I think the first track kicked off pretty strong. There were a couple moments in there that were nice, both vocally and instrumentally. Uh, vocally speaking, this is a very similar kind of high octane, high pitch kind of sound. A little bit more grounded, a little bit more just like a guy going into mix more than like a guy that is really, really just in mix all the time and very, very bellish in tone. Um, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It sounded fine. I wish there was a little bit more personality to it. I would say there were a couple moments that were nice. There were some really gritty kind of cleans that he would do on the vocals. It sounded fine, um, especially this being a sophomore effort. I, I'm happy that the band is still coming out with things that sound good and they aren't already in a sophomore slump. Um, unfortunately, I am very hard-pressed to find anything super memorable about this that was outside of just the vocals and instrumentals being pretty serviceable. Um, yeah, I'm also going to say this was probably my lowest of the week with a 6.5 as well, but yeah, it's it's good if you like if you like that higher pitched hardcore stuff, you know if you if you like a little bit of like Veil of Maya and just minus uh the amount of screams just similar and like the cleans I would say you would enjoy this. I I on the other hand was wanting a little bit more, but hey, kudos to the band for getting as many Spotify listeners as they are and also growing as well. That's great. Keep go, keep growing, keep growing, keep doing new things. Just do it. Just do it. We're back at that one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to do a flow with it anyway. All right. Well, moving along. Two more albums to go. Uh, one of the most highly anticipated ones for this guy right here. Yeah. This buckle right here. We got Genesis of Wusu's new album, Struggler. Sebastian, take it away. It's <laughs> Struggler is the sophomore release of one of my most anticipated artists of this whole decade. Uh, Smiling With No Teeth came out 2021. Completely blew me out of the fucking water. I was so just dumbfounded of how left field this album was. It just came out of bumfuck nowhere and stole album of the year and did not lose that place. This album... I'm going to say it. I like it almost as much as Smiling With No Teeth. Um, the almost comes with the caveat of it just came out today. So I need time to let this marinate. I need time to listen to it more than two times because I've already gone through it twice. And I feel like I still need to give it a couple more lessons before I can say this is better or inferior to the first one. And when I say inferior, I mean it's really grasping at hairs here. It is so slim pickings to find anything I liked less in this album than Smiling With No Teeth. So I have to really go with a fine-tooth comb to kind of figure that out. Uh, starting off, you got Leading the Light and... Or Leaving the Light. Genesis is talking about this depressive feeling that he's sinking down into going as far as to call himself a roach and how life is just right to step on him, how he's just bottom of the barrel, bottom of the food chain. We've all been there, and I think the new wavy kind of sound that Genesis is very much known for is, or I, I would say like new, new wave. It's not full-on David Byrne kind of shit. He does his own thing, and he does it super well. Uh, I, I know I always complain about retro sounds, but Genesis Uwusu does add a good amount of flair to it to make him his own thing, and it's not just a big copycat of another artist. You can say there's influences, but I don't think it's a straight one-for-one -one copy like a Silk Sonic or anything like that. Um, 
for one, obviously going into the second song, you have the roach, which is the big, you know, this is my downward spiral moment, uh, not as downward as like a nine inch nails, but it's like a big feeling of just feeling like the world is just weighing over you and all you can do is squirm around like a little roach and it it hurts man it hurts to think about it and it just it's like this big party but obviously if you look at these lyrics they're not going to be very happy and not going to be very woke or not very um you know blissful or anything it's definitely a big undertaking that this man is trying to go through to get through these emotions um he has some more softer tracks on here uh, that's life uh, in a swamp. Uh, it's it's definitely a swamp, and Genesis Wusu really does a good job illustrating that. Um, it, he has a smooth, smooth, buttery, buttery, just full, rounded baritone vocals, and my God, this man just grips me with every fucking word. Um, I I get so happy every time I hear this man because I can tell there's so much passion, so much energy, so much happiness behind the mic obviously he's not very happy when he's saying but him doing the action of going into the booth you can definitely tell it's a fucking release for him and that's that's what i'm here for that's what i fucking want from an artist um going from there you have uh the stay blessed as well that one's also a really good like falsetto kind of crooning song and his falsettos, though not the strongest part, because he's a baritone, he's a or even a bass, even you know, it's not going to be the most ping-like bell sound. It's going to be a lot more airy. It's going to be a lot less, you know, powerful. But it conveys the tune so fucking well, and it's awesome that he has that part of his range, and he's working on it more and more. Because we saw it a little bit with the last album, with no looking back, or um, uh or with um like black dog or something like that and he has like those like higher parts in the background is just melody or upper uh harmonies and it's cool to see him kind of putting more in the forefront so yeah this album goes really hard uh ends really strong as well and honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna have to throw it out i'm gonna have to throw it out here this is another 10 out of 10 of the year this is gonna be my genuine third one of the year uh, unfortunately, you know, this beats out scaring the hose as far as ranking, but man, Genesis Uwusu, I am just, I'm aiming for this man to be my favorite artist of this like whole decade. If he keeps going with this hot streak, I mean, he might be one of my favorite artists, period. Like just love this man. Keep doing what you're doing, my man. Black dog, keep barking. Uh, just think that, um, we talked about that we all like that, that, um, uh, for sexual assault. Oh, slow tie. Slow tie. Slow yeah, tie. Yeah, because yeah. he came out with one this year. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that kind of put a damper on things. I actually really liked one of the songs on there too. Like that was on like my songs of the year. I'm like, I'm like, do do I still do it or do I not? It's up for debate. It's up for debate. But artist, artist, art. What are you, what are you gonna do? You know. But um, no. In terms of this album, so yeah, Genesis of the Wusu, second album. Um. The Smiley with No Teeth, uh, I remember Trent, this caught you and I both off guard the first time we heard it because we thought this was going to be some, like, rap Denzel Curry type oh, thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I was expecting, like, kind of thing, you know, like, going in, you know, but then, like, both of us were like, whoa, wait, this is something a little bit different, we you know? Were, we were the hoes. We were the hoes and, we got scared. and a little quaking, a little quaking of the boots, but, um... <laughs> But um, even in retrospect, though, like going back to this album, I still actually did really enjoy it, you know, especially for it's like, you know, alternative hip hop or uh, yeah, alternative hip hop, I could yeah, say, you know, parts, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that R&B, like the soul, you know, rap rock a little bit in there, too. Uh, What's the ones? Oh, Don't Need You is honestly still one that like really sticks out yeah. to me the most. You know what I mean? It's great. And even after seeing him live open for uh, Paramore. Honestly, really made me excited for this so album. Much energy. I mean, it was a small set, but like, God, the energy was so there. It really I wasn't was. There. Dude, oh, dude, but like, sorry, <laughs> he did not get the recognition he deserved, though, at that show. I would say, no. like, and it was everyone treated it like it was just like some normal ass opener who, like, you know, you never heard of, but like, they sound okay. But no, this is. I thought he was bigger. I mean, he had like a whole like you know back dancers, backup dancers. And there was screaming, yes, and like he. You and Nate just like. 
we're, we're kind of just like, yeah. <laughs> like, and like the thing is too, that made me excited is like hearing the opening track on here, leaving the light, uh, live and everything, you know, um, it was like kind of eye opening for me. I was like, hold on a second. Like this sounds really fucking good live. You know, I'm like, it's it might make me even more excited for the album kind of thing, you know, and just to see him perform and like do it so well, especially for like opening for a band like Paramore. I mean, that's like, you know, some, some could say some big shoes to fill in for an opener, but I think he killed it better than fucking block party who we didn't even knew. We were just chatting. Yeah, I, I probably shit through more of the performance than watched it. Seriously, like, I just, I'm... I apologize. I, I you know, they're probably great people, but, yeah, I, I was more interested in reading the toilet paper logos. I, I was not so, really... Sometimes you really just gotta... Just yeah. be like, yeah, I'm gonna hit the bathroom. Let me know. The ingredients on the Febreze bottle. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're just not a band that even interests me personally, but, like, I know that they were a huge influence for the new Paramore album, which, awesome, great. Just didn't really care for it. But back to Genesis Wusu. Going into this album, pretty... I still kept it a middle ground expectations. I wasn't gonna, like, go over, over the hills on this album because, like, I didn't want to be also let down if it wasn't, like, as what I was expecting. But it actually was still pretty damn good um definitely some slower tracks on here that i could have gone without like see you there i just really thought that one dragged a bit personally i just did a little bit it's not bad by any means but like that is definitely one of his lighter ones you know same with uh uh, oh stuck to the fan i just you know that's just kind of the ending to the album though so i just didn't really care or like save it even I didn't care. Uh, Freak Boy too. That was also just a quickie. Um, but no, it's still a really fun like dance rock anthem type thing here too as well. Where it's just like you know, a lot of these songs you just groove to, you just move around with, kind of like this just '80s synth new wave style. But like Sebastian said too, it really doesn't seem like it's taking direct influences from anyone specifically. It's just taking a genre and style and doing it his own way, which is probably the ultimate way of any band or artist who's trying to get that nostalgic feel for an album he's doing what everyone should be kind of doing and sure maybe people would say that this album is playing it safe sort of thing too but like here's the thing he's showing that he still has range i mean the first one yeah it was a little bit more leaning on hip-hop and everything but this one is barely any hip-hop if anything and it's solely focusing on you know this new wave style and He's he's doing it well. Not to mention too his vocal range and everything, because he can get really low with his vocals, and then he's sounding like this. But then he also has like that falsetto kind of thing that really does work out for him. On what was that? The what comes will come. Was that the one that you said, or was it the uh, Stay Blessed? Was that the uh, one? That stay Blessed. The, yeah. Stay Blessed had the falsetto on there. Yeah. So it's like, hey, he can do it all kind of thing and do it really well as well. Uh, other songs in here though, the old man tied up. Um, stay blessed and uh, what comes will come. Great album overall. Um, I think this is so far my favorite album of his to come out. He could d- very well be the next big thing here, you know, but it's just a matter of now people paying attention to a true artist at work here. Someone like Genesis Wusu is like kind of a once in a lifetime type of thing here, especially in the modern era of music. And you know what? He's showing it, you know, he's doing what he does best, and that is showing off his art to the world and with that that is a very easy eight out of ten for me genesis of wusu keep doing what you do trent i'm gonna keep it short and sweet i gave it a 7.5 oh nothing nothing to add nope uh, okay okay great <laughs> he said nope <laughs> really it's because listening listening to him on the disc of course with the the speaker i can't really hear a lot of nuances yeah, I that I want to hear. Yeah, so, and it's, yeah. it's a little bit hard. It was the first listen to. So first listen, yeah, because I, unfortunately I work third shift, so I don't have a lot of time to work to listen to music. Um, so like, I get them when I can't. Because usually I listen to them Friday morning when I get off yeah, of work, yeah. put on my headphones, and I just, <laughs> I just go. So, no, it's, it's easy to, to do on there. But yeah, with, the, with that, it's just, I'll, Keep it, keep it a real 7.5, and then we'll uh, update it later. We'll update you later, all right? Stay tuned. Um, well, Stay tuned for the music like you. The music like you. Uh, well, there you have it, then. <laughs> the music like you. Yeah. The music like you. You got the music in you. Ow! Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh
<laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, moving along, we got one more album here to go, and that is the new Quavo album that also dropped today, Rocket Power. Trent, go ahead and start this one out. I'm going to keep it real simple. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this one we also listened to a disc golf course, but I got a little bit more out of this because uh, we listened to this when you and I were kind of like pretty even. I was oh. next to you most of the time. Um, no, it was it was pretty good. It started off really strong. Um, fueled up Patty Cake with Takeoff. Uh, Mama told me and who with me like those first four tracks, woo, banging. Um, only really my only gripe here is the length of it, almost an hour. Um, was it? I think fifty three minutes. Uh, yeah. It. Oh my bad. Um, no, and it honestly it was it wasn't bad. We got a track with Future. We got a, we got a track with Takeoff and Future. <laughs> Banging. Uh, you got Young Thong. I Baby Drill. I don't know who that is. I also don't know who Hun, Huncho is. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, though, I think it was a really really good album. Uh, I get, gave this one an eight out of ten. Um, probably making. At least an honorable mention. I'll have to listen to it probably a few more times just to really, really get everything from it, as well as the Genesis of Usu one. Um, but this overall, I, I think for this is probably one of like the first rap albums where it's almost an hour that I didn't really mind. Uh, because there are a lot of them that are like, oh, what? Travis Scott. Travis Scott. That one's a little, that one's different too. I like that one. Yeah. Um, but it was like, those two are like exceptions. And then you have. Everything else under that, or like, or even IDK. I, I think IDK was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was close to it. Um, but yeah, you don't get it a lot. A lot of times, I look at it, I'm like, "Fucking, it's almost an hour, bro. Come on!" Like, no, but it was it was good. It was really really good. Hundred percent. Uh, good job. Good job. Honestly, I think it's better than his his uh, first um, solo album. Oh really? Yeah, the one from 2016. Yeah, I really didn't like that one. I haven't heard that one yet, though. Well, I'm check it out in the future, though. Album of the day. There you go. Uh, Sebastian. I have very similar feelings about this album. I've actually listened to it twice today. Um, and uh, I'm very happy I did that because it did kind of cement some feelings I had with the album. I am full agreement. I'm in full agreement with Trent about the first four tracks being just hit after hit after hit. Um, Quavo was definitely going for blood in the booth when he when he was going for this. And another thing I will say about this album, uh, though it does feel like a bunch of potential singles weaved together instead of just a full album experience, the album itself is definitely a lot more hit than miss, and that's what keeps it up. I mean, if you listen to uh, what was that album by? It was like um, not Five Yo Foreign. Um, Oh my god, there was another one that was like really long for no reason last year, wasn't it? NBA Young Boy album. There was one. There was Yeah, there was there was like a stupid it was like a stupid length for an album and all the songs were like Yeah, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, I I listened to that album out of pure curiosity and I'm like, yeah, this is just a bunch of singles that he slapped together called an album. Um Obviously, we're album listeners, and I I try my best to not, yeah, I, I try my best not to like you know hold against the artists that they're you know trying to make something cohesive and stuff like that. But a little bit of cohesion would be nice, and that's what kind of takes this album out for me. I feel like there could have been more connection between the songs. There were some themes that were very similar. Obviously, a lot of braggadocious type of rap, and I think it's well done here. I don't think it's unearned by any means this is one of the three migos along with takeoff on a couple of tracks as well um it's still really good there's a lot of quality here a lot of signature flows from quavo and uh there was even some parts where they were like screaming as well and going really fucking hard i'm trying to remember what song it was uh would you mind scrolling up just a little bit i think it was i think it was hold me if I'm not mistaken, there was a part where there was, like, a huge, like, crazy ad lib, and it came out of, like, left field completely, and it just went off. Uh, Future as well on the song, uh, Turn Your Click Up, 
it was really good as well. Future always delivering those really fun bars, as we know from Future by now. Um, man just does not know how to miss at this point. Uh, yeah, it goes hard. Focus with Young Thug as well. Obviously, y'all know I've had a big, big eye-opening experience with Young Thug this year, and he's definitely keeping the train going with his feature on Focused. It just goes really fucking hard. I don't know who Baby Joe, or Baby Joe, Baby Drill is. Wow, I can't read from over here. Um, Baby Drill is, but did, did fine, did fine. Um... <laughs> this year, are you looking up his bio? Young boy, young bio. Oh, young boy, young boy. Yeah. yeah. He's got five kids, apparently. He's 23, he's got five kids. Dude, he's got like that Nick Cannon type of like no pullout <laughs> game. Um, yeah, it's this is still good. Don't get me wrong. If you like Migos, if you like Quavo, my God, what are you doing? Turn this shit off. Go listen to it. Actually, no, please finish the episode. But um, yeah, this album's definitely, definitely worth it. It's just the length and the uncohesive nature of it that does bring it down for me from being like an 8 or a 9 to a 7 out of 10. But it's still really good. What was the final rating? Oh, 7 out of 10. It is the final. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. Um. So with the Quavo album, I was kind of going in with this one also with Middle of the Ground Expectations. I knew that he had something cooking after the tragic passing of Takeoff. And uh, one thing I didn't even realize, too, uh, is that, like, you know, Quavo was actually one of the main eyewitnesses in the death of uh, Takeoff. So it's kind of just like, oh, you know, that's pretty, like, shocking kind of thing and everything, too, you know. But, like listening to the album then it kind of like makes sense a lot more you know because like he really does go into a lot of detail with some of these songs about like you know the passing of takeoff and everything you know that that, yeah it was it was really it was really heartbreaking to hear him it it was definitely a huge like it was a huge huge loss for him obviously the whole community but Mm -hmm. especially him i mean he was you know one of the three migos along with takeoff so of course they're gonna you know it's gonna be a huge brotherly bond that never will never go away right and like even the songs on here featuring takeoff and everything it's just it feels like it's tasteful you know i would say uh, for like no juice world where we're just pumping out whatever we can kind of thing you know i I reset everything i said about that album by the way i i never liked that album which one the juice world one i thought we did a couple no i but the the first posthumous one oh the first punch the legends never die Yeah. yeah i was like i liked that album originally it was mostly because I was like, yeah, if you like Juice World, you're going to like this. And then I was like, coming from this from a, a podcast standpoint, like where I feel, I mean, this, this actually fucking sucks. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, you know, that like, you know, just putting out for put out the song for money that's all it is from the label but uh nevertheless uh no this album here though with quavo what an opener with fueled up i mean like just like from like you know the little synth leads you could tell this was gonna just like go the fuck off and like you know right in the middle of the song it does like if you listen like you could just hear the bass is just like kind of like messy almost but like it just feels so right you're like yes this like this is raw this is emotional this is like a, an intro this is an epitome of an intro for any sort of like rap album like this you know and that led in perfectly too with patty cake featuring takeoff one of the what is that like three songs two songs actually that uh have takeoff featured on here and you know like they were saying earlier too like that then mama told me and who with me like Great songs to start off the album for sure. Um, other ones on here, such as Where Can I Start, Turn Your Click Up with Future, Back Where it Begins, 1111. I mean, there really are no like bad songs on this whole album at all. It's just dude, great trap bangers all around and everything, you know? I mean, like, there's been a lot of, there's, there's been a few like good, solid rap albums like this, you know? Like the Young Thug album this year, like. Yeah fucking awesome you know i mean i get wherever you stand with it but like i mean like the travis scott just kind of like you know i know that's not entirely trap but like you know these still got the influences on there fucking awesome you know rap and metal this year have been for at least me pretty head-to-head you know it's like pretty damn close with how good each one sounds because like in 2020 i would say metal kind of like took over 2021 rap album or no no i'm sorry 2021 is kind of like a little mixed bag but 2022 rap albums were like up here for me you know you know what big i mean fucking time big time denzel curry and earl sweatshirt push a t uh, suicide boys i mean it was a good year for rap 
Mr. Morale, you know. Then this year, you know, with Metal, I can say, Metal and Ramp, I can say it's pretty even now. It's pretty split 50-50 so far. I mean, you got Peggy and Danny Brown. You got the previously mentioned Young Thug. <laughs> for metal, yeah. For metal, yeah. Avenged Sevenfold. I was gonna say that. Gideon. I was gonna say Chelsea Grins Part Two. Sleep Token. Yes. I've been pretty pleased with everything. You know, it's just that you know swimming through the mid just to find a good one. But <laughs> trying. But no, yeah. This is a very good homage to the late rapper Takeoff. I feel like this was very done well. I mean. If you like your trap music, you're going to really enjoy this one. It's an 8 out of 10 for me. I mean, hardly any complaints other than maybe like a few songs towards the end that were a little bit, not even slow, just like, eh, kind of like doing whatever sort of thing, but not really fully working, but not sounding bad at the same time. So, yeah, no, solid album from Quavo. I'm pretty sure Offset is supposed to come out with an album this year, too. So, like, we'll see how that one sounds as well. Just as good, maybe better, or maybe worse. Only time will tell. But uh, yeah, there you have it with the new week. Before we go, album recommendations as always. I'll go with mine first since it's right in front of my face. Uh, the Hotelier with the album Home Like No Place Is There. They are going to be going on tour to do this album's 10-year anniversary run with the band Foxing, uh, who also is performing a 10-year anniversary album as well with their album uh, The Albatross. Al- Albatross? Albatross? Yeah. Albatross, the there we bird. go. The big, the big bird. Yeah. Not to be confused with Sesame Street. Yeah. The bigot bird. <laughs> well, technically, technically, they do have the longest wingspan of any bird species. Fucking, fucking bigots. No. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. I thought you said bigots. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they, uh, some of them, I guess, have long wingspans, I guess. I mean, no, but um, I'll just say the Albatross, a really good album as well. But I think I've recommended that before. But if not... It's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a solid album, but this one I heard just today. Uh, I was curious to see what this one would sound like if I wanted to go to that show. And honestly, after hearing this one, yeah, it's like not as good as the Albatross, I would say. And I know I'm giving this as a recommendation. That's not a good way to start it out. But if you like, you know, the whole well, Rugrats in Paris. Oh. <laughs> uh, who lives in Paris? Rugrats, apparently. Um, no, but if you like that, like, kind of like Midwestern-y, emo, pop-punk style, you know, that's really, like, one of those acquired tastes of vocals, you know, that sounds kind of whiny. Kind of like the Hot Mulligan album. In terms of the vocals only. Oh, you're going to go to that show with yeah. uh, Spanish love songs? Yeah, it, it was a free ticket, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going Go Mulligan. for it. It'll probably be fun. It honestly yeah. probably will be. But, um... I think so, yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. Like, if you just like that style, I mean, it's almost like the scope of all the, of this rebuilding and in framing, to name a couple, are just you know some pretty damn good sounding songs. Like, even with the vocals, the instrumentals definitely like still give it a boost. I would say, and you know, just with that emo style, yeah. Okay, Michigan, so a state over. Local, there you go. But uh, yeah, uh, home like no places there by the hotelier. Check it out, Sebastian. For me, stop me if I've said this first one, please. Um, Arc Android by Janelle Monae. Yeah. Did I say that one? Sure okay. Yeah. Okay. Really good album, by the way. Um, <laughs> if if not, then I'm gonna be a little bit pressed here. Let me think. Let me think. Cause I've been listening to that one. Yeah, I don't have my phone's fucking recording. Just yeah, yeah. Turn around. Um, Stankonia. Oh my god. I don't. I don't. I don't fucking. I don't know issues. Okay, I have issues, but I don't know them. Um. Uh. I don't know. Dude, it's such a good album. Just please check it out. Uh, oh my god, what what do I listen to? Do I even listen to music? Did I, did I already recommend Goofy Movie? Can I do Goofy Movie Two soundtrack? Go ahead, go ahead. Dude, Goofy Movie Two soundtrack. Uh, I don't know a single. Well, no, I already mentioned the first one on the sound. Yeah, I already recommended it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we know that shit. It's straight. It's real. Uh, Goofy Movie 2 soundtrack. I think there was a Shaker Groove thing by... I I don't fucking know. Uh, some kind of... It was some little disco. There's... 
Yeah, it's um, what's on there? What's on there? Uh, nowhere to roll. Who the fuck are these guys? Uh, yeah, shaker group heard, thing. Um, I've never heard of any of these. I don't know, but it's great. It's great. Goofy has an afro. He gets fucking laid. Like, talk about actual dub. Okay, like Goofy gets laid. Okay, I know he had to have a kid, but we've never seen the mom. That's so the extremely. Part of that's the extreme part like he actually goes like pantless it's insane like have you ever seen a goofy schlong <laughs> check out the movie an extremely goofy schlong hey all that is though at the end of the day it's the goof who sat by the door shout out to all my atlanta lovers out there <laughs> we gotta show you that one day Never seen Atlanta. Dude, you gotta. You gotta. It's so good. But uh, album recommendation? Yes, my album recommendation uh, is one of the greatest compilation albums of all time. <laughs> I said it last week. I said that last week. And before. You've said that one before. No. Yeah, Not Fortitude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You what? reviewed it. No, I said, the, I, I said it, and we reviewed it literally the week after. Because um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're going with Greatest by Duran Duran um, I'm going to see Duran Duran in like two weeks uh, Blossom yeah uh, even though I love metal a lot um, there is a very very funny story with this uh, me Justin and Brandon and Trevor as well uh, we every time we go to a concert we have to play this entire album at least once there and back yeah it is the entire and, and it's 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 a beast yeah here's the th- here's yeah here's here's the thing here's the thing because we had a cd we had a cd in brandon's car his cd player broke so he couldn't play anything except for what was in there and it was this cd Okay, that's, that's kind of... Yeah, so, be. but here's the yeah, thing. Definitely. It only went to New Moon on Monday. Oh, okay. So we missed, like, Wild Bulls, Notorious. It only played the first half of the album. So after Brandon gets a new car, he buys the album again because it was stuck in the CD player. And he goes, dude, there's, like, at least seven more songs on this that we didn't know. And so we listened to it again, and we're like, dude... Union of the Snake, Notorious, like all these banger Duran Duran tracks. I know you're like, oh, I don't I know. know. Two songs by them, I'm not Hungry like the wolf in Ordinary World. Uh, what about Rio? Rio, oh, Rio. Yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, on, no, but greatest is their greatest. greatest. Uh, you got? Is there something I should know? The Reflex, View to Kill, Ordinary World, Save a Prayer, Rio, Hungry. My favorite Duran Duran song, Girls on Film. Uh, oh, I, I, okay, yeah, I to go on new moon. New new moon on Monday. New moon on Monday's a banger. Wild Boys is my my brother's favorite. Um, but it's Electric Barbarella is also a banger. But yeah, there's a lot a lot of good songs on that one. That's uh, from '98, so it's all their greatest shit. Go check it out if you like Duran Duran. If not, then um, I don't like you. No. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Well, there you have it, though. Trent's going to fight everybody who doesn't like Duran Duran, and Sebastian's going to fight him. I'm just going to sit here, you know, chilling. I don't fucking know. But there you have it, though. This has been the week and uh, the return of video formats. This will be probably a little bit after the actual Spotify one, so you'll see our goofs in visual audio soon. See what we look like again after three years. Well, that, I don't even know that channel still up. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, if you look up, uh, uh, was it uh, unbranded news? That's right. Uh, unbranded news and media. Yeah. So you could you could find it if you can. You know, maybe I'll link it too. But uh, that's the week. Trend special as always. Thank you for joining. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been a music corner. Rest awaits, and we are signing off.